Welcome to the One Under Resiliency podcast. I'm Amardeep Singh and with me is Priya Prashad Singh. Whew, so this is the first episode we are doing for this podcast. Uh so Priya, introduce yourself. Hello everybody. My name is Priya Prashad Singh as Amar said. Um I recently graduated with a bachelor's in sustainability studies. Yeah. I'll be doing my masters um this fall for sustainable development practice. Um yep, and I'm really excited to go on this journey with you guys. Cool. That that's pretty cool. So so basically <laughs> basically in this podcast I'm just here to ask questions like a normal person would and and I'm I'm curious about how we can do small things to to improve our lifestyle in a way that it's more sustainable and i think i think priya is only here to answer those questions for me so that i can learn <laughs> these things and hopefully like you guys can learn if you want to you guys can learn too okay so let's uh, start this episode by just by just asking you the basic most basic question like yes. why resiliency what is resiliency Okay, so the word resiliency basically means to um to bounce back quickly um from any situation. So um resiliency now is actually it's becoming the new name for sustainability and for people who are activists of sustainability, uh we want our community to become resilient in whatever events may occur. Um and so that's where people like me come in where uh you know, we believe that something like environmental education is really important um so cuz you know the okay. more you know uh yeah. the more places you'll go so yeah yeah sure sure i get it yeah okay. and and like so from residency we came to the word sustainability like what what do you mean by sustainability in today's world so i'm going to take a definition that uh my professor gave me on the first day of class which is meeting the needs of the present without compromising the ability of future generations to meet their own needs. Um so what does this mean? It's basically about making necessary decisions for right now while also not negatively impacting our future. Mhm okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty straightforward. Um so what most people don't know is that sustainability isn't actually just about our environment it's also a topic that's um intertwined with social and economic issues um so one big example of that actually is waste management and in 2017 um the EPA reported that a total of gen- the the total generation of municipal solid waste was 4.51 pounds per person per day So if there are four people living in a household, that household has created 18.4 uh, pounds of trash per day. So I'm just going to break that down like environmentally, socially and economically. Mm-hmm. Um environmentally in terms of waste management, that's a lot of waste to produce. Um and because our population is growing considerably fast, it takes a lot of time and space and energy and resources to manage this waste. Um socially most people in today's society aren't conscious about the waste we discard so 
um, once we're done with an item, you know, we just like automatically throw it away and never think about it again. And that's our mindset usually. And um, in the U.S., there are about there or for the from the current census, there are 330 million people here. So even if half of those people, if 165 million people believed that. Um, you know, using the example of plastic straws. So if those people believed that using plastic straws every day doesn't have an effect on the environment, um, it can cause some serious problems. And But uh, generally speaking, let's, let's just say like, what is the alternative to plastic straws? Like staying on the example that you just gave, mm-hmm. I mean, you talked about waste like what what kind of impact that waste is having on the environment and like how how big of an impact is that um okay so it's actually pretty big the it's first off the resources that um take to you to to create plastic straws it's extremely um impact and negative it negatively impacts the environment in in such a bad way and and then after the straws are used, they're because they're single use, right? Like nobody carries a plastic straw home after they've used it and rewash it and use it again. So after they've thrown it out, um, that ends up going into landfill or sometimes even the ocean. And that the because the straw is um, it's so thin, it's so easy for wildlife to pick it up and you know swallow it and ingest that, or at least try to ingest it and. Um, that's where it causes a lot of harm too is towards our wildlife as well okay so what what in your opinion is the best alternative to a plastic straw i'm just taking plastic straw as a as a very small example here i'm not mm-hmm. just focusing on plastic straw but it's it's a good way to start so yeah definitely According of course you, um yeah yeah so Earlier, I think it was earlier this year or sometime last year, there was this huge push for, I don't know if you've seen it on social media, but um, that that metal straw that um, can be confined yeah, to yeah. that tiny yeah. little box. Yeah, yeah. so people, the, the best thing to do is to make it a trend, is to make sustainability a trend. And it, it is slowly becoming that, but we need more people out there to push for it because, you know, so many people bought those straws and... I'll admit, I'm sure that not everybody uses that today. I'm sure people still go for plastic straws instead of using that reusable one um, that they bought. But it still makes you know a big enough difference because people now have the option. You can carry that little thing around your keychain. So you now have the option wherever you go to decide whether or not you want to use a plastic straw or you want to use that, that, uh, that metal straw. Don't you think like, carrying a straw with you is a little unhygienic? <laughs> okay, so yes, I've actually, it can be if you don't take care of uh, what you have. So I know that there are studies where um, people that don't clean their uh, reusable straws properly, they contract like hepatitis A or B, or, I, but yeah, they can it, contract hepatitis Those are pretty yeah. serious things that... Like, yeah, of you course. just suggested. I mean, you just suggested carrying a carrying a straw in in your keychain. I mean, I don't think that'll be the most hygienic way to do it. Well, no. So it comes in a little box, and the box is attached to a keychain, and and that box is also a straw cleaner. So technically, you could oh. clean it wherever you go. Um, but no, that that's a good point. But another thing that that does is it holds you accountable. So you're forced to clean that straw, um, which I think is a positive thing. Uh, 
yeah and 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 what i think is it's it's just another thing that you have to care like take care of like to, people yeah. these days like i'm i'm not saying that you shouldn't take care of these small things and you should stop using plastic straws and mm-hmm. try to use more and more these metal or bamboo straws that are out there but it is just one more thing that you have to take care of in an already hectic day i mean yeah how do we get around that fact right so that's a fair point and that's why something like um environmental education is so important because a lot of people you know they'll they'll hook onto that trend like oh my god my friends have this straw let me go get it too just to seem cool or something like that just to be a part of the trend um but they some of those people don't understand just how much of an impact they're actually making um and so that's why you know starting something like this podcast is great and you know in future episodes we can definitely get into the the major details or the minor details about why this is important but um to answer your question it's you know a person who isn't as knowledgeable about what goes on um around them when they pick up a plastic straw for example uh is one of the reasons why environmental education is so important. And I'll admit like there are some people out there who know what's going on and they still choose to pick up the plastic straw. And yeah. you know, I'm not going to force some like it's it's your choice as long as you know what's going on around you. Ultimately at the end of the day it's your choice whether or not to pick up that plastic straw. Yeah, yeah. And and to be on the like to be clear that we we're, we're just talking about a plastic straw as an example. Right, I mean right. we mean all of the stuff which uses plastic and has other alternatives in the market which like made of metal or bamboo or something mm-hmm. like we we we're talking about all of those stuff yes exactly okay so uh, i mean we talked about how 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 a normal person can like make better decisions in their day-to-day life by just giving the example of justice raw but what about the people who really want to get involved in it Like, right. Yeah. 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 That's a great question. So, um if you're just learning about sustainability and, you know, what it all means and why it's important, um one thing that I'd suggest to do is to go onto the United Nations website and search for the Sustainable Development Goals. So, in 2015, um the UN created these 17 goals um which are tailored around pushing for a sustainable world by the end of 2030 which is only 10 years away we're pretty close um but if you go through those goals they have a bunch of different resources and sorted information that's very simple and easy to use and um that that'll help you understand why this is so important or you know um or they'll give you resources on how to get involved in your own community um So another thing that you could do is, you know, if you have the time and finances and it's available to you, you could take a course at your local college if you'd like to try and understand a little bit more about sustainability. Um and then some free options would be, you know, to take part in your local elections. It's it's very very important to understand what policies um support sustainability, uh especially in your own community. I mean, nobody a lot of people don't think that it affects them but it when you try and understand what is happening around you you'll see just how much uh politics is um intertwined with sustainability yeah. um so 
I have two, there are two more things that you could do. Uh, you can join an organization on campus if you're a student. Um, and if you're not a student, you can uh, join an organization in your community. And one more thing that you can possibly do that's an option is if, if this is something very simple and basic, if you have a social media account, you can just support activists who fight for sustainability. And that can make a much bigger difference than you think that it would. Yeah, that, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. And but like even if even if people do want to get involved in these and do want to take the right steps, there are certain patterns that exist in the society that make it yes. hard to transition into a sustainable lifestyle, right? Yes. I mean, yeah, there are people who will be like, "What's the point of this? You you alone cannot make a difference. I mean, you're going to die anyways." just let the future generation take care of it i mean this kind of mindset how to how to get through these mindsets right um i completely agree so for america at least one big problem is the mindset that we all have and a lot of people here are raised in this like individualistic mindset rather than collective so like you said we tend to believe some some things like if someone else is struggling why should i care if it doesn't affect me or um this isn't but this isn't everybody i just want to say that this isn't everyone but i can say from my experience this is a large group of people in the u.s um you know so people think why do i need to sort out like my recyclables it takes extra time i don't want to do that I just pay someone else to do that or i've even had people tell me something similar to that like I'll just dump whatever into the recycling bin because it makes me feel better about myself you know like people have actually said those words to me but um and either of those mindsets can have a serious impact on the recycling waste stream in the city that you live in um and to move on from those mindsets again it all just comes down to proper education like you people need to be more active in educating themselves as to what's going on in their community so um, in terms of your environment, like it, it affects everything. And um, yeah. So, um, and you know, even going back to the example of waste management, um, how this affects us economically. So if you think about it as a business, a business is trying to make the most amount of profit off of what consumers are willing to buy, right? Yeah. So if a business sees that there are millions of people that are willing to, to uh, that are um, aren't conscious of environmental issues regarding, let's go back to the example of plastic straws, and they see that these people will buy plastic straws, use them consistently, and just continue to buy more because they're single use. The business will evidently produce more, and that's actually what happens on a, a daily basis in America. So anything from fast fashion to overproduction of plastic goods, it's it's a major problem here. Um, and so that's why, you know, going back to this pattern, environmental education is extremely important for our communities. Yeah, that's a fair point. But I mean, you're asking people to stop buying clothes now. That's just going too far. <laughs> it's so regarding the topic of fast fashion, it's a bit complex. Well, no, let me rephrase that. Regarding the topic of fast fashion, so it's not just about stop like stopping people from buying clothes because i i don't think that's <laughs> i don't think that's the proper way to put it but um it's about 
consciously, it's just about being conscious of what you're purchasing and who you're supporting. Um, because a lot of these big companies, for example, like H&M, they have that whole um, conscious initiative. I don't know if you've heard of it. Yeah. Where they, where you know, you donate clothes, you get a 15% off discount on your next purchase and they take those clothes and then they turn it into quote unquote sustainable clothes. But that company actually produces a lot of pollutants that really impact our environment. Um, you know, so... But at least, uh, I mean, but at least they're doing something to counter that. Right, that's true. At least they're doing yeah. something to counter that. But how many other companies do you know out there that are in a mall, for example, that do that same thing? Not uh, a lot. Right? Not a lot, yeah. <laughs> okay, so... Regarding the conscious program that they have, um, it doesn't compensate enough for the impact that they have on the environment. Yeah, that that is actually a good point. But I will still take their side because at least they are doing something to compensate for like the harm that they're producing. So that at least that is a good step towards the, to do the right thing. I mean, you can't just stop buying clothes or the companies can't just stop producing clothes and doing so, something like this, like taking clothes, recycling them and giving discounts to the people who are donating those clothes. This is, this is a pretty smart way to do it, I guess. Right. But we're not asking or we're not asking for companies to stop producing clothes. What we're asking for them to do is just become more aware of the harmful impact that they have that they're creating and make a difference with it so you know but like that'll but that will just increase the prices of the clothes because being more aware just demands more resources and that'll just demand more price from the customers and fast fashion is based on not paying that much right but not unless a lot of people are supporting that company yeah. So if that, more that people be, are educated yeah. on on these issues, more people will support companies who create sustainable fashion. And then the more you create uh, support sustainable fashion, the cheaper the products will end up being. Yeah, but we'll still have to like get through a phase where not many people are promoting them, but they're still right. producing the sustainable they're producing clothes in a sustainable way and the people who are supporting them they have to pay extra to keep supporting those companies until a majority of people start supporting them. So that is that is still a phase that we have to go through and that there's still people who should be willing to pay more to get the same thing in again, ju just in order to like have a better future. Right. And so again, this goes way back to the, our, the, the beginning of this episode where I talked about environmental education and just how important it is. Um, you know, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'd love to leave us with a little positive note. Um, before we conclude this episode, I just want to stress that sustainability isn't meant to come off as negative. It's something we need to make part of our lives. And you know, the more we learn about it, the more people seem, the more people will understand that um, it's there to help others learn how to become resilient. As a community, we will be going through a lot of changes and we need to be prepared for that. So, you know, like in this podcast, we'll help you, the listener, and we'll guide you through this educational journey. And you guys, I'm sure will definitely help us. Like we'd love to hear what you all have to say regarding these topics. 
Um, and I'm sure we'll just learn from each other. I'd be more than honored to. On that note, we will end this episode. Stay tuned, guys, because there is a lot more to come and a lot more to learn from this podcast. So thank you very much for listening. Bye-bye.